We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. My name is Jack and today I'm joined by the best friend of Jar Jar Binks. It's Chris. Uh, I think I found my real name is Lola Blinks. Blinks? I meant Binks. Binks. You're related to Jar Jar? Through marriage. Through marriage. Did you marry Jar Jar? I ended up in the Gungan city. I thought, hey, while I'm here, let's check out the, the native species as it were. What are the Gungans? Are they fish Gungans. or rabbits? They're amphibious creatures. So they're frogs. Yeah. Jar Jar's a giant, giant frog. frog. There are other amphibious creatures. A newt? Yeah, but... No, they're just Gungans, aren't they? That, that's what they are, they're Gungans. They're Gungans. They're right? Gungans. Alright, now that we've cleared that up, we're doing Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Don't turn off just yet. <laughs> Please. Well, it's no, not it's not that the best bad. Star Wars film. It's not bad. I like the Phantom Menace. I like all the Star Wars films. you just got the picky people that how, don't How like long the... has it been since you watched The Phantom Menace? Mm, year and a half, maybe? Yeah. Two years, three years? I'm not really sure anymore. I don't know. But I, I watched the fight sequences from it quite recently. The Yeah, the fight sequences are, are cool, but... Some of the CG, especially Jar Jar's CG, doesn't hold up very well. Oh, come on. It was made, like, early 2000s. Yeah, but still... Give it a chance. Still, it's not aged well in some parts. And looking at it through more mature eyes, there are some dull bits in there. Like, really dull. Name me five. You know the Senate hearing? Yeah, that's an important story plot to but move the story boring. forward. boring... All of Anakin's lines. Boring. Jedi Council meeting. Boring? They just sit around in a circle. All the council meetings are like that. Yeah, but they could have spiced it up a bit. How? Like, whoever holds the forced teddy bear is allowed to talk. Oh, my days. <laughs> right, is this, we... No, no. <laughs> no. You're going to rip this film to shreds because I got moody at Spectre last week. Is that is that what it is? What what's your favourite film? What? Ever. Just Ever. what's your favourite film in the world? Can it be a trilogy? If you want. My favourite trilogy is probably Back to the Future. Well then when we do that, maybe I'll destroy that. There are no deaths in Back to the Future. <laughs> so we'll never do it. Alright, let's jump in then with the first death. Do you wanna do some Star Wars singing first? In a galaxy. No, wait. In a faraway galaxy. I forgot how the opening... A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. There were Jedi and droids. And the Sith Empire was not an empire at the moment. It was just two guys. It was just two guys. In robes. Technically, um... Well, the Sith Empire at this point was known as the Old Republic. Can we get started? <laughs> yeah, I was pausing for you for it's dramatic effect for you to jump on with something, but you didn't. To, to just stop you before you... Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> did something. Right. Okay, so this ship turns up, it drops off, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jim. Qui-Gon Jim? Yeah, we'll call him Qui-Gon Jim from now on. What are you, Qui-Gon Jim? Qui-Gon Jim. Drop off, drop off old Jimmy 
to discuss with the Trade Federation led by Newt Gunray. Newt Gunray gets all weirded out and he's like, oh no, they're Jedi. Quickly kill them all and blow up their ship. So he sends out the order. A turret drops down and the pilot and co-pilot are blown up when um, these laser cannons go off. Mm-hmm. So evasive action, what do you do? Put up the shield. Shield should be up 24-7. But you landed. You think you're fairly safe. You're parked. Mm, no. When you park your car, do you leave it unlocked or do you lock it when you walk off? You lock it. When you park your ship, you leave your shields up. So no one can smash the window and Precisely. steal your radio from that's, it. That's exactly right. Yep. That's yeah. a fair point. Exactly. It's more than a fair point. That is, a, that is, a, that is the only point. Maybe shoot back at the gun turret. This is assuming you survived the initial... No, no, just up. have, like, an automatic turret that whenever it detects danger, then it pops out and deals with the danger. Does that ship actually have any weapons on it? Because if they're going that would be the only to problem. discuss a peace treaty... So they're basically there to discuss a blockade on Naboo. Yeah. So would they really send a ship that's carrying ambassadors that's, you know, got weapons on it? Well, the Jedi are... Have got their weapons. They've got their lightsabers. Yeah, but Jedi's always carry their lightsabers regardless, don't they? That's, mm. that's just a thing that they is Jedi. But I would I imagine mean, most of the ships would have some kind of of guns on there just to like blow mm. up asteroids and things if they got in yeah, their way. And okay, stuff. yeah. So they they have anti asteroid guns. guns. I don't think one of them would be powerful enough to take out a turret. No. Okay. When you see the turret pop down, everyone move to the back of the ship. The entire ship explodes. That is not going to work. I'd say ejector seats, but they're quite close to the roof, so they'd end up hitting, sure they, those hitting of, their heads. Those type of sheep, sheep, those type of ships do, would not have ejector seats. Yeah, escape pods. Although then, yeah, they'd but you fly into get the in side of the ship, and the escape pods would probably blow up, or you'd be crushed inside it. I can't believe I'm saying this. The only logical way to survive this is to have your shields up at all times. Yes. And then you deflect or absorb the first shot, and then at point, which point, if you have weapons, you return fire, or, or try you, and just get out the ship, or out, fly the ship out. Yeah, yeah, because the Jedi can take care of themselves. Obi Wan and Qui Gon, by the way, show very a little concerning compassion. lack of concern. A concerning lack of concern. Yeah, yeah, for, concern, for, yeah. for the the pilots and that on the co-pilot that got them there. I like, bet they were just like an intergalactic taxi. Yeah, Keep the meter term. running, boys. We'll be back. We'll be right back. And they weren't. Yeah, exactly. I bet well, they, they weren't even going to pay right them. We're going to skimp on the bill. Send it to Mace Windu. He'll pay. <laughs> yeah, Yoda owes me one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure when I have ships, I mean, when when you get like ambassador cards and stuff in other countries, like the bodyguards for the ambassador will probably have weapons, i.e. like the Jedi. But the actual vehicle. No, the, the Jedi are the ones doing the negotiating. It's like sending the bodyguards to do the negotiating. All right. The, the, well, the Jedi. That's not the point. The point <laughs> is the vehicle itself. Well, it might have defenses, bulletproof glass and stuff. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have weapons. Send someone that isn't as threatening as a Jedi to negotiate with them. Send an actual member of the space parliament to negotiate with them. Send one of them, and then they'll be less twitchy. Because then they won't think, oh dear, it's a Jedi, he's going to chop off my head with his lightsaber. Or force choke me. Qui-Gon is very liberal in his use of the force in this film. He uses it to um, in the Gungan city to get a water speeder. 
he tries to use it on Watto to get the parts he needs for the spaceship. He's a very borderline corrupt Jedi. No, no. he's just using it in his favour, isn't he? There's, there's probably we, no rule saying that they're not allowed to use the Force on people. The weak-minded well, they, they individuals. They use it on people, but not to like get a better deal on their car insurance or something. I would. <laughs> that would be they're morally... Like, that's morally wrong. Oh, 500 credits a month. I don't know. It's not 500 credits a month. You pay me 500 <laughs> credits a month. See, that would be very moral. That might be corrupt. going a bit too far. Yeah. I'm not even Jedi. I'm just waving my hand in the hope that you believe it. Yeah. This is a placebo, placebo effect. effect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, best thing we can do for the pilots is just shields up and run away. Yeah. Yeah. After you deflected the first shot or absorb the first shot, then get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Yeah. Like a federation shit. I think yeah, that's that's pretty straightforward. That's logical. There's nothing over the top about it. I mean they could go over the top about it, but fly through the shit. Accelerate <laughs> forward and smash through the shit. With the shields on. You probably killed the Jedi, but never mind. Alright. So Qui Gon and Obi Wan they survive. They uh stash themselves on board the droid ships and fly down to Naboo. Where they encounter everyone's favourite character, Jar Jar Binks. Yay! Go Jar Jar, it's your birthday. Okay, quick question. Mm-hmm. Which actor out of the band that played Jar Jar and the kid that played Anik- Anakin got more work after Phantom Jar Jar actor. Surprisingly, yes. No, I knew it was a Jar Jar oh, actor. Oh, you knew it was... I knew, yes. He, he still does a lot of voiceover for like the TV series and games as... Jar Jar, yeah, and he's been in a few, um, like episodes of Law and Order and like American TV shows and stuff. But I think this was the last film that the guy that played Anakin did, or his penultimate film. I think he's got troubles. He's got troubles. Yeah, I was reading about him a while ago. Actually, see what he's doing now. Have you seen what he looks like now? Because he would not be in shape to play Anakin now in like episodes two or three. No. Assuming like he was old enough at that point to do it. I doubt he would. I I think the gap was two years between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Two or three years. I don't think he would have been old enough. Two or three years. Holy crap. How did the, age, the character age that much? No, that's the gap between when they were released. I think the gap in right, the okay. film is... 10 years or something? I was going to say, it must be about 10 years. Holy crap. In which case, how old is Padme in Phantom Menace? Uh, I don't know. How old is Anakin? Anakin is 11, I think. Uh, Padme must have been about 15, 16 maybe? Yeah. And now 10 years later, Anakin's about 21. She must be about 26 or something. Yeah. Seems seems about right. (laughs) Although it's, Nat- it's Natalie Portman all the films, so she doesn't age really at no, all yeah, in any of the films. That's very distracting. Hayden Christian, Hayden Christensen has visibly turned up. Yeah, and, and Natalie Portman's like staying still. Yeah. And Obi Wan's got a sick beard and mullet. <laughs> 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 all right, so they go down to the Gungan city. Qui Gon uses his mind powers on um Brian Blessed is the voice of the chief Gungan guy. Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Yeah. Flash is alive. Gordon's alive. Flash Gordon. <laughs> Gordon's alive. So he's in that. Qui-Gon uses his mind powers, gets a submarine, and they go through the planet core and attacked or chased by a big fish, 
which is then eaten by a slightly bigger fish. You're a big fish. What do you do when you're being chased by a mm-hmm. bigger fish? Although I think the bigger fish sneaks up on it because um, it's yeah. too preempt, too, too preoccupied with trying to eat. Don't chase a submarine. I mean, that's obviously not part of your but it looks tasty. Your normal food. It can't be good for your insides. It crunching probably on metal eats gungans for breakfast. Yeah, but I'm saying that's like meat. This is like a hard metal object yeah, but with a little bit of meat in like the middle. It's like a kinder egg. There's a tasty... But you wouldn't eat what's in the kinder egg, do you? Maybe. What's the opposite to a kinder egg? It's the tinfoil around the kinder egg. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't eat the tinfoil. You just want yeah, the kinder you know, egg. Yeah, you peel off the tinfoil to get to the taste so of the gungan So what, the fish inside. would grab the submarine and peel off the metal? Yes. No. And then eat Jar Jar. No. Eat Jar Jar will never Jar-Jar. die. Jar Jar lives on. I read somewhere that Jar Jar is is alive throughout episodes four, five, and six. So there is a possibility, God. depending on the lifespan of a Gungan, that he could show up in episode seven. <laughs> episode seven. <laughs> Just a really old Jar Jar, grey-haired and moustachioed. That would be terrible. Although he might not be grey-haired. I mean, look at Chewbacca. He's not grey. He looks younger, if anything. And considering That's Chewbacca cool. was in episode three. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith. I don't know what the lifespan of a Wookiee is, but obviously it's quite long. Mm. He was alive before Harrison Ford or his character Han Solo was born, and he's been alive all this time as well. Yeah. And now Han Solo's old, grey hair, he's aged, etc. And Chewbacca still looks like he's in his prime. Exactly. Damn. <laughs> yeah, what is the lifespan of a Wookiee? Saying that, Yoda was like 900 years old, wasn't yeah. he? So, yeah, maybe they're about the same, same thing. So you're a big fish. Don't... Chase oh yeah, after big fish. Her. You you go first. Have a friend. <laughs> that was terrible. Hunting a pack of fish or Are a they, school of fish. They might not be pack hunters though. Yeah. The fish that first it's like a giant like piranha type fish, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And the fish that eats it has got hands, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like paddly things. Yeah. Mm. I don't think. The big fish could fight the bigger fish. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say the big fish to turn around to fight. What's it going to do? You spin round as this big bug is coming towards you, his mouth open. You accelerate forward into its mouth and pop out the back of its throat. Or you quickly darting, grab its tongue, bite right. down and pull its tongue out. Okay. Yep. And then it's and got a sore quick. tongue. You, you must have to. You must have speed over this bigger fish. Exactly. Just don't be distracted by. Don't chase a submarine in the first place. <laughs> Okay, it's not going to be good for you eating that metal. I guarantee you eat that. Next week, you're in the doctor's because you got stomach pains. And severe internal bleeding from all the... Yeah, yeah, exactly. From the from propeller the metal. and stuff. And probably poisoning from the fuel. I mean, what if he actually ate it and he swallowed it? Yeah, poisoning from the fuel. Good point. And like, one of the lightsabers didn't break and it just turned on. And just like sliced <laughs> yeah. through all of the insides. Yeah, damn. I imagine, yeah. Do lightsabers work underwater? They can do if you modify them. I'm assuming these weren't modified, so probably not. I because Qui Gon and Obi Wan, I doubt would but then have much call to go underwater because there are other Jedi on the Jedi Council that are from aquatic civilizations that have these modified lightsabers. So how do you know this? I read things. I think you're making it up. No, but anyway, but. <laughs> Qui-Gon's and Obi-Wan's lightsabers do still work after they've been swimming, though. They yeah. swim to the Gungan city, and the lightsabers still work. Mm. Surely water would go, like, in the hole, though. 
Maybe. It depends on how well it's sealed off. But yeah. Right. Okay, All right. yeah. Shall we move on? Yep. <laughs> Let's move on. Nobody really cares about the big fish character, but... Sibulba! We're moving on to pod racing. Sibulba's a bloody maniac murderer. He's the weird... Four limbs, but he walks on his hands with his feet up in the air. He uses, basically, he's got like reversed. His hands are his legs. But he uses his hands as hands and to walk on. He uses his feet as hands as well. But not to walk on. No. So, what does he control the pod racer with? His hands or his feet? All of them. That's very complicated. Well, it's how his species work, isn't it? It's a weird species. <laughs> <laughs> this is also when we first see. Um, Anakin. Nah, screw Anakin. I was talking about Jabba. Oh. Jabba. Jabba? Jabba the Hutt, and like, he's got his wife or something he's got, with him. Yeah, he's, he's got, got, he's like got a, a female a lady with him. in it. This good old Jabba. So how old is Jabba then? Because again, Jabba's still alive. Jabba's really before old. Before Han Solo's even born. Yeah, I don't know. I wish Leia didn't kill him. I want to see Jabba in episode 7. You might see a hut. Just yeah, not it could Jabba. be another hut. Maybe Baba the Hut. Bab... Mm. God. Baba Hut. Don't be a riot for Star Wars. The child of <laughs> Jabba the Hut. <laughs> yeah. So the pod race takes place and Qui-Gon does a, a bet with um, Watto for the part that he needs to get the ship working so he can fly over to Coruscant. So he enters Anakin in and Sibulba goes on a murder spree, basically. <laughs> he's throwing things out of his pod. He sabotages Anakin's pod. Right, His first victim is this guy that he basically pushes using his bigger pod racer into a cliff wall and the pod racer explodes. Just stay away from Sebulba. He's clearly mad. Don't, that would be my best advice. Don't race. Don't do pod racing. I mean, when you look at Tatooine and you look at like Mos Eisley, it's basically like a, a American western town, isn't it? Where, Where there, everything's There's, there's laws, but there's... They're it's not, gang law, though. Yeah, that. Yeah, they're not really enforced, like the proper. Well, laws. they are enforced, but the punishments are like severe. There's no, there's no law there apart from gang law, the huts law. Yeah, very much. Then. Mm. So, okay. First thing, do not take part in a pod race. It can only spell trouble. But if you're forced into it by a corrupt Jedi, <laughs> by yeah, <laughs> and you're a tiny eleven-year-old. <laughs> Or, or this alien guy that gets squished into a I cliff. Would, uh, again, you, you, the pods don't have any shields on them. No. Can you attach some secret hidden weapons? I don't. I don't know what the rules are because I don't think you're allowed guns. But Sibulba's throwing things into people's turbines and stuff. So if you've got like a spanner, I imagine you could throw that at Sibulba and then maybe he'd back off. Oh, Not nice. like at his pod racer, but at his head. Throw it at Sebulba's head. Nah, I got a better idea. Sebulba knocks into me. He's like, nah, 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 I'm going to push him to the rock. What's this? I've jumped across onto Sebulba's pod. Pod? Pod? <laughs> and Sebulba's like, nah, what are you doing? I'm like, Sebulba. Grab him by his little scrawny neck. Yank him up. Find where Anakin is. Launch him at Anakin. Anakin has a like, awesome fist fight him on that pod. I take Sebulba's pod and I'm like, in the time it takes you to throw Sibulba out, would his pod have gone out of control and 
Nah, autopilot. Into a rock or something. Autopilot comes with all the well, new features. No. What's the point in having an autopilot in a race when you could just race pods with robots or something? In case there's. I doubt they'd have autopilots on. Well, this particular model does, okay? For when Sebulba no, goes out to visit autopilot. his parents. And he wants a lazy drive He's through the sand dunes his... of Tatooine, and he takes the pod out. It's like an F1 car. You don't take that for a drive to get your shopping, do you? I would if I had an F1 car. Where would you put the shopping? There's no boot to it. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's what you're saying. Old. Okay, uh, I would... Okay, so jump onto Sebulba's pod would or back. throw something at him. Yeah, I would attack back. The next guy to probably die in the pod race, um, he's flying through this cave. Um, he's turning around, having a look, seeing who's behind him. And then when he turns back around, he slams straight into a stalagmite that's coming down from a cave wall. Or from the cave roof, sorry. Um, that explodes and sets the whole cave ablaze. He probably killed a few more pod racers. <laughs> they if probably someone got caught gets in the fire. Caught, I think I think maybe Anakin's the only one close enough to him to be hurt by it because Anakin is the last one out of the cave. And Anakin's pretty far behind at this point. So So why did the guy look behind him then? Cause just to see how close Anakin was. Right. And just to see where he's got to go to block him in so he doesn't overtake. Pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah, the amount of times I've been playing a racing game or like GTA and I've been chased by the police, and I look behind me to check how close they are, and I end up and then slamming you plow into, into something, something yeah. else. Yeah. At which point, mm, just don't look behind you. Forget what's behind you and just focus on the front. Focus on the task. The past hand. is the past. Focus on the future and make it the present. That was inspirational. I know. I feel like I could do anything now. Where did you steal that from? <laughs> I don't know. Several sources, I would imagine. Oh. Uh. And then there's another guy who is shot by some Tusken Raiders. I don't think he dies because it's it's not obvious. They shoot one of his engines and that explodes and the little section he's in is like a donut shaped and he's in the middle and that goes spinning off uh, into, into the desert. So if he's not injured, he could probably walk back to Mos Eisley, but if he is injured, the sand people are probably going to eat him I think it. <laughs> I think, some people eat people uh, I don't know did you know the Jawas and the Tusken Raiders were one species to begin with and then they split and then you get the Tusken Raiders and the Jawas now do you know the Jawas were all played by children <laughs> wait really yeah I don't know children or dwarfs children were they really played as all children <laughs> like producers children and stuff ah that's awesome bless them being bless forced them. to wear pyjamas and thick fabric dressing gowns in the desert and they're more famous and probably made more money than we ever will nah I doubt that they probably weren't paid watch out for Tusken Raiders yeah watch out for Tusken Raiders he probably was have security where the Tusken Raiders are gonna be unless Jabba the Hutt doesn't mind the Tusken Raiders maybe he's got some sort of deal with them I don't think he's got a deal he probably just encourages it though because he's like yeah you know it's more fun because People are watching this on the camera, isn't it? Oh, let's see if one gets shot by a Tusken yeah. Raider. When we cut back to Jabba, Jabba's asleep. Oh, he's yeah. slept through most of the He gets so the bored race. of the race. Yeah. Maybe he's worn out. 
I mean, he's quite a large worm. Yeah. It's probably quite exhausting for him to slide or sliver to, you know... All that way, that and then, mm. yeah. Because, I mean, I mean look, at, look at him when we see him in, like, episode five and stuff. Oh, he's really let himself go. Uh, is it episode five or episode six? We see, yeah, we see him in... We see him in four as well, but his main appearance is in, in six. Six, sorry, yeah. He spends all his time sitting on a throne. Yeah. He's so lazy. Well, that's, what, that's what you do. He's a gangster. He's not got anything better to do. Apart from feed dancers to the rancor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just try to avoid it. I mean, can the pods get shields on them? I'm sure you could build them some sort of Yeah, but I think that would device. weigh them down a bit. Um, I'd rather be weighed take down, down the speed. than, you know, be shot by Tusken Raiders, stranded in the desert. If you don't <laughs> die of dehydration, the Tusken Raiders are going to get you, turn you into a slave, and then when you're fed up with you, they're going to kill you and eat you. Yes. Yeah. They Do they eat meat? I don't know what they eat. I can't imagine the Tusken Raiders being vegetarian. Do Tusken <laughs> Raiders have mouths? Under their masks, they must do. Yeah. So, are we pro-pod racing or... Or oh, do we campaign against pod In racing? In terms of survival, we probably should campaign campaign against it and not take part. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a bit too much of a dangerous sport. It's like... Um, In terms of content for the podcast, it's great. <laughs> yeah, for the podcast, it's great. But <laughs> We've killed else. a good 10 minutes of pod <laughs> racing alone. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on? Yes, we can We can move on. And it's the return of our of the favourite Jedi. sound. Yes, the Wilhelm scream. Ah, oh, I've missed the Wilhelm scream. Have you? Not really. No, okay. I haven't heard it in so long. Well, the Jedi finally make it back to Coruscant, and they're told by the Jedi Council that they should probably figure out, because they're attacked by Darth Maul on Tatooine just as they're escaping. Um, the Jedi Council say, Oh, the Sith probably can't return because we've not sensed their presence. You should go back to Naboo with the Queen to liberate Naboo and, and find out who they this person is who's trying to kill her. So they go back, they launch an attack on Naboo with the help of the Gungans and in order to secure a proper victory they have to take the hangars and take their starfighters up and blow up the control ship for all the droids. And in doing this, one of the pilots is running for some cover and is shot by one of the droids and does the Wilhelm scream. <coughs> He's close to some barrels anyway. He's running from some barrels to some more barrels. Just stay behind the barrels you were running from. Yeah, and let the soldiers take care of the droids and then get up and go. Yeah. Don't be so eager to, you know, die forward. Look at me, I'm the great big hero. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run forward first. Oh no, I'm dead. He's, yeah. Dick. Be a better. Maybe he's running forward to get a better shot. Maybe he don't get he, a better shot. Maybe Why if he a was shot? a better shot, go. <laughs> then he wouldn't have to fiddle around for a better position. Why? Why do you need to be a better shot? Why? Why was he shooting in the first place? Because he's trying to get closer. Yeah, to he's shoot got a them. pistol. But still, I wouldn't be bothering to shoot. I'd be like, well, these guys can take care of it. I'm going to wait here until my ship's free. What you just I? you know. I'm being paid to be a pilot. That's it. I don't need to you do want, this. You want me to be an inventory soldier, then it's going to cost you extra. But we're liberating your home. No, pilot only. <laughs> pilot only. That's how it works. I side out my... I got my phone out. I'm playing Angry Birds, man. And then everyone 
dies and the Jedi are killed and what <laughs> because I because I didn't die because first. of this one Wilhelm guy's heroic <laughs> sacrifice inspired them all to, to fight on for freedom and stuff or they heard him do the Wilhelm scream and I thought oh god not this again let's kill the droids before the bed else comes <laughs> no you killed Wilhelm <laughs> oh also, if Wilhelm hadn't have died, would the ship that Anakin have been hiding in not been there? Oh, so was that Wilhelm's ship then? It might have been. Any other suggestions for how Mr. Wilhelm could have survived? Yeah, I'm a big fan of ducking down using that. Oh, you know what you could have done? Was Anakin in the ship at this point? Uh, he might have been hiding in there, yeah, probably. Nah, that takes away from my plan then. What, okay, what if he's not in there? Cause use my I, human body shield. Use I would grab a Anakin. A small child... I'm killing Darth Vader. Probably in the long run, the museum is going to live, but I'm getting rid of Darth Vader. Okay, you're a bigger target than Anakin, so you're more likely to be hit. But droids hate children, so they would aim for Anakin instinctively. And then they'd aim for you. Nah, because once they shoot Anakin, I'll then fall down and be like, Oh no, you have shot me. Well, i got a question. Why is the droid army not entirely made up of droid decards the deadliest droid too expensive maybe maybe they're pouring all their money into research and to make those super droids you know the ones that have the the blasters on their arms but droid decards are way better than any of the other droids yeah but perhaps it's because of their shields like it's just too expensive because it's probably not cheap to make shields yeah so it's just too expensive but if they weren't if they weren't designing the other droids then they'd have more money it's too expensive (laughs) I'm trying to help out Newt Gunray. No, forget Newt Gunray, forget the Trade Federation. So up in space, the Naboo space pilots are trying to blow up the droid ship. One of the pilots is killed when he flies into... Well, he flies in the direction of a turret that's shooting at him. And the turret hits him and it blows him up and, and he dies. They just, just basically... fly in the other direction. And a few of the spaceships as well get shot down before they even get to space because there's a, a a droid tank sat at the entrance just waiting to ambush them as they fly out the hangar as well I tell you what the shields on these X-wings and stuff is it X-wings they're using? no Naboo fighters they're like mm. yellow and silver oh yeah yeah I remember them now the how sh- dare you confuse them with the shield X-wing. technology in these are not very good at all well maybe they'd not put their shields up in time put your shields up as soon as you go why maybe it takes some time you know if you you're driving the engine a little bit right. to build no, up power no. if you're driving your car and you're going to drive through a you know a bit of a dodgy neighborhood it's late at night you know there's gonna be a couple times you might have to stop you lock your car doors anyway don't you yeah and do your windows up exactly so you jump in your ship first thing you do is you pop your shields on and don't fly at a thing that's shooting at you. Do you know what? I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking that guy was probably... Uh, it's like an ongoing joke. Like, at the Academy, they purposely trained him wrong as a joke. Yeah, you see lasers point, shoot fly at yeah, them. To the point where it got really out of hand and it cost him his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. That's mean of them. Nah, because he blew up and everyone back at the Academy was like, Oh, look, the joke played out well on Frank. He's dead. Whee! What and did Frank ever do to you to warrant such, nothing, <laughs> such you, aggression? Nothing, is it? You get a new pilot and you choose one, don't you? Which one we're going to screw over next? <laughs> so I would not want to go to that at flight school. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. So, yeah, and the other ones that sort of get exploded. 
I mean, come on, it's one tank shooting. If you see the guy in front of you blow up, realise there's a tank there, circle back around and blow it up yourself. Yeah, why don't they circle back around and deal with that? Do you know Because exactly, that yeah. tank could cause some major issues. It could turn back around and start shooting up the palace when they're all trying to retake the Viceroy and stuff. So it could just blow a hole in the in the room where you're... or in the corridor where you're fighting the droids and stuff. Precisely. They've left... There's a, Ugh, the soldiers I mean, it are not well trained. They've not written it like that, but that it could would happen, cause yeah. some serious issues. I don't know. This is probably the first like military conflict they've had, though. What the droids? No, Naboo. The, the Naboo people. Yeah, I can't imagine. They, um, before this, they did a lot of fighting. So yeah, they're probably they're very amateurs at it. So it's like mm. they go do this and they're like, should we have blown up that tank? Oh, maybe. Nah, nah I think it'll be alright in the long run. What damage can a tank do? <laughs> Okay, shall we move on from the pilot's death? Yeah. Yes. Qui-Gon Jim. Jin. Qui-Gon Jim. Show some respect. Liam Neeson meets his end. Did you know, fun fact, that Liam Neeson accepted the role of Qui-Gon Jim? Jin. <laughs> I did, sorry. Accepted the role without reading the script. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> so he accepted it, read the script. Oh, crap, I'm going to die. <laughs> he just saw that he'd been offered a part as in Star Wars, and he was like, yeah, I'll do that. First we thing I ever that. saw Liam Neeson in. What, that? Star Wars, yep. Star Wars. First thing I've ever seen him in. Darth Maul shows up ready to kick ass and chew bubble gum. He shows up in front of a bunch of people with guns, and he's not got his lightsaber out. I don't think if they'd shot... I. I'm confident he would have had his lightsaber out quick enough and he would have deflected the shots back. Well, no, because he's, he's in his black robe and yeah. his lightsaber is behind his back. So if Padme had just shot, and he's looking down as well, he's Darth Maul, he's just... Because he, he does that slow head lift up thing. Oh, yeah. That makes yeah. it dramatic. So someone just shoot him. I think he's working on the fear factor at this point, isn't he? Like All right, I have a gun, and I'm scared of someone that stood there, and I know he's been trying to kill me throughout my adventures in space. I would shoot and him. Time. In space <laughs> and time, yes. All right, I'm I gonna, would shoot him. I'm going to offer you an example here you may not have seen. There is an MMORPG game called Star Wars The Old Republic. Yeah, yeah. Okay? There's They released three cinematic trailers for this game. One of the cinematic trailers is sort of the rebellion fighting or the old the old republic their version of like the rebellion fighting the current Sith Empire yeah yeah they're in a forest the Jedi the main Jedi lady I forget her name is now fighting Satil Satia Satil I think it's Satia whatever whatever that's not the point the point is she's fighting the Sith guy all the other soldiers don't Darth interfere they run past Malak no. No, Darth Magala. It doesn't matter at the Darth moment. Darth something the point beginning is, with an air. They're fighting and the soldiers run past. They don't try shooting him or anything or interfering. It's the same principle that's applied here. They're like, this what, is a honor? Sith. No. No, no. I will no. shoot Maul in the face. They're, they're too scared to act <laughs> against him, basically. They're like, this is a Sith. I'm Wilhelm, way too scared to shoot. Wilhelm, if he had lived, he would have he shot him in the shot. face. He would have, he like, would have ran at him this. going, ah! <laughs> Why would you Even run? when he's dead, he'd still be shooting him. Going, where's your Sith Emperor now? 
<laughs> Where's your lightsaber now? <laughs> so yeah, that's Maul's. That's the first point in which they could have taken out um, Maul well, and saved yeah. Qui Gon. Another point is back on Coruscant when they're talking to the Jedi Council. Mace Windu, played by Samuel Jackson, goes, "I will do what I can to discover the mystery of of who this guy is," and then he sends Qui Gon and Obi Wan back, going, "Oh, that guy that I said I." find out who he is he's probably going to be there why don't you guys just go and i'll stay here and hang out with yoda and everyone there are so many jedis why just send two if you have even the slightest suspicion that this guy's a sith either send mace windu or literally any other jedi just one other jedi (laughs) because then darth maul's got a double-edged lightsaber and then there's three guys with normal lightsabers after him. Literally anyone. Do you want me to list off people that I saw in the Jedi Council chambers that looked like they had nothing else to do? You can do. Mace Windu, Kit Fisto, Plo Koon, that lady, Yoda, <laughs> Yadel, who is the Lady Yoda, she could have done something. There's also some... Jedi that are in the Clone Wars series that would have been good. A really good one that you could have sent after Darth Maul. He's called um, Pong Krill. He's basically a giant four-armed guy that has two double-edged lightsabers. Send him after Darth Maul. (laughs) Darth Maul's like, I got a double-edged lightsaber. Pong shows up, a giant four-armed guy and pulls out two. That would really shit him up. (laughs) literally any other jedi even that kid that goes master skywalker there's too many of them what are we going to do i'm a gonna die as a jedi send him because he's a gonna die instead of qui-gon kiadi mundi the guy with the giant head he's pretty awesome Shut send up! him enough <laughs> no okay just no <laughs> They, uh, the, all the other Jedi had important things to attend to. They had Padawans to train, meetings to go to, therapy sessions to have. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> they were all busy. All of A them? female Yoda is not real. She's real. Where? Where Trust do you see her? Me. She's in the background. Okay. Fine. You don't want any other Jedi. What are you going to do? I don't even remember what we're discussing anymore. Okay, right. <laughs> Qui-Gon dies. They're... Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are separated by these, like, laser door things. Despite the fact at the beginning, both of them used Force Run to get away from the droid decards. He doesn't use that. He'll just do a normal run. And then Qui-Gon's outmatched by Maul, and he gets uh, his saber knocked away, and then Maul stabs him. What do you do in, in that situation without any other Jedi help? Right. Okay, you mentioned the Force Run. I was looking at is the one and only time they use it in all six films is the beginning. Yeah, true. Have you seen uh, there was a video somebody made they put on YouTube of I think it's called What If Obi Wan Used Force Run. Don't know if you ever seen the video or not. No, I've not. <laughs> Basically, you know you got the shields, haven't you? That you can't get through. Yeah, he would have made it. The shields open up. Obi Wan Force Runs straight past Qui Gon and Darth Maul straight down the hole and dies. <laughs> Basically, that that's what happens. <laughs> okay. We could have jumped over the hole. Or he could have smashed into the wall. He could have. He could have ran, charged, shoulder barged Darth Maul into the giant hole, and killed him. Perhaps the Force Run uses like a lot 
of you know energy all the midichlorians and yeah <laughs> he uses all the midichlorians that. that everybody loves and perhaps he would have been too exhausted to fight that's why they use it once so he's force the push then a midichlorian that just flies off and punches you in no, the face no no it's and not and then force pull is a midichlorian that flies off grabs you by the shirt and pulls you forward forget everything about those midichlorians is Quagun force was wrong run, is force run the midichlorians farting and you no <laughs> forget everything about that Quagun what's force lightning wrong. then oh what my do the days. midichlorians do there <laughs> are you done oh are you done does the force okay you can't pass through those shield things does the force work through them I don't know. Let's ask a Medaclory. <laughs> I'm going to bitch slap you in a minute. <laughs> right? I don't know, does the Force work through stuff like that? I mean, could Obi-Wan or Force push Darth Maul while they were fighting? I don't know. He doesn't even try, does he? No, so, okay, I'm going to take that that it doesn't work through there, that somehow the Force can be stopped by a shield. Mm. Well, why did Qui-Gon get beaten? Was it just because he was getting overwhelmed because Maul was more aggressive? Yeah, I think Ma- Maul was just better with his saber fighting there's this thing isn't there with the color of your lightsaber sort of determines the type of jedi blue yeah. lightsabers blue you're more lightsabers are more it, proficient with lightsabers green lightsabers green are more force users yeah quite gone obviously green lightsaber does that show that perhaps he wasn't as skilled with a lightsaber as some of the other master jedi were who's more yeah well more he's, of a force he's, user he's a green lightsaber so he's a jedi counselor so yeah he's more proficient in the force. Use so the force then, Qui-Gon! Right, use it! You it's kind of hard. Throw him around. If he sticks his hand out to use a force push, Maul's going to lop it off. You jump backwards, don't you? Yeah, but then he might fall down the hole or something. You jump oh, backwards. Over the, use the force to jump backwards over said hole. Throw your, get rid of your lightsaber, Qui-Gon. There's no point using it at all. And just force tear Maul in half. <laughs> force right, I'm talking, you rip him in half. At which point... You then make sure Maul survives, get the lightsaber and cauterize his wounds. And then so you can show him, look what I did to your legs, Maul. And now look, I'm going to rip them all half again. Now I'm going to rip each of your horns off your head individually. I don't think the midichlorians would do that. They go, oh, Stop no. saying midichlorians! It's not medic- up to the midichlorians, right? That's some bullshit. It's Qui-Gon canon. made up. No, it's, it's not. Canon. Qui-Gon made it up talking to Anakin when he was high off his head. He had no <laughs> idea what he was talking about. That's why he's taking Anakin's blood. He forced mind-tricked himself he got some death sticks <laughs> and was smoking them <laughs> he was so angry at the council for not sending anyone else with them they got high he's like, i'm gonna have some death sticks and then that'll calm me down yeah, what a weird thing why george lucas called cigarettes death sticks does this mean george lucas doesn't like smoking maybe he maybe he was quitting smoking as he was going through and he needed needed reminding as to why he was quitting possibly yeah Sticks of death. Although, yeah. Throw death sticks at Darth Maul. Because when you say sticks of death, I think dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna buy some death sticks. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Surviving as Qui Gon. Your get method... death sticks and encourage Darth Maul to take up smoking. And in twenty to thirty years, he'll eventually die of possible lung cancer or possi- yeah, whatever. Possibly. He would have killed you, but yes, but you get the last laugh, don't you? Moral high ground. Oh, yeah. We come now to the um, Trade Federation guys in the control ship are the next ones to bite the dust. Anakin accidentally blows up the ship and flies out going, now this is pod racing. Whoa! As everything blows up. He flies in through the unshielded entrance to the 
to the space station. So maybe have some shields on that. Or blast doors. You're in a firefight. Close the blast doors. So literally nothing can get in. Well, and they if need it tries, to scramble more ships, though. Well, they've already got a few ships out there. So it seems really cool after murdering all those people. This is pod well, racing. We only, we only see two of them. I think the rest of the ship is controlled by, like, droids and stuff. He murdered two people. An 11-year-old child just took the lives of two people and he's com- and people are dying all around him and he's like, mm, this is pod racing. <laughs> no, do, do, do your all best 11-year-old voice and do that again. Oh, this is pod racing. <laughs> Forgetting all about his mother at this big emotional scene about having to leave his mum on Tatooine. He doesn't give a crap about her at yeah, the moment, Yeah, Qui-Gon steals a child. <laughs> Kidnaps a child. Wow, this film... It's a lot darker than I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Have blast doors, shields. Where's those turrets that you blew up the Jedi ship with? Why have you got some of those exactly. in there? Exactly. Why do they not just blow up Anakin? Exactly. Ship? But Do you know why? I know why. Because there are two main characters on it. Anakin and R2. Yeah. And the rules of the film are... Screenwriters. I know. And especially if you come in the prequel. If you're in a prequel and you know your future character is in the sequels, you're guaranteed to survive that film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, so you don't need to worry, so you can do as much crazy-ass shit as you like, because you know you're going to survive. Yeah. Although I don't think he's seen... Um, well, he should have seen them. Right, the they would have. They, they all, they all would have been out by then. He should have watched <laughs> them all. <laughs> but this was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. They had movies. They probably didn't have DVDs, because it was a long time ago. <laughs> no, they had 3D holograms. <laughs> I know. Much more further advanced technology. Yeah. What's it like now? Because all the Star Wars films start with a long time ago. If Episode Seven starts with a long time ago, what's happening right now? What's slightly ha- going on less now? long ago? <laughs> slightly less long ago. I'll wait for the day when a Star Wars film starts with <laughs> now. Now in, in a galaxy present. not so far away. In the present time. Anyway, surviving the thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Escape pods, escape pods, doors blush shields, stuff like that. Yeah, have the turret in the actual hangar, activate and just blow them up. Yeah, done, dusted and done. Good. Right now we come on to Darth Maul's death at the hands of, or well, supposed death. Supposed death. Yes, he's not quite dead. He has uh, robot legs. He does have robot legs, but we'll come on to that in a bit. So Darth Maul has the high ground and is trying to distract Obi Wan and push him down this giant hole that um, he's managed to force push him into. Um, yeah, what a load of crap that bit was. <laughs> if you're Maul and you're, the sparks don't work, just force push him down again. That's what, exactly, exactly, that's what Throw I was going to say. Throw your lightsaber at him. I know, you could hold, turn your lightsaber on and literally dangle it over his head and just drop it. Yeah. But he can't reach up to grab it because he'd slice his hand on the blade. Exactly. Okay, there is no point just like knocking some sparks out. Or cut a chunk off the um, circular bit use the force and levitate that into Obi-Wan just squishing him until he drops there's literally so many things he could have done you could have easily force pulled his eyes out right (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's that accurate (laughs) force pulled both eyes out or force choked him yeah do anything I mean (laughs) You could have and when e- and when he does the flip over you thing, just chop him in half. <sighs> so like, angry. Like yeah, Obi Wan does with with Anakin. Yeah, that's probably why. That's, that, that's that, why Obi Wan knows how to chop Anakin though, because he did it to half more. Yeah, but if Obi Wan can do it, why can't Anakin jump? And the fact over? he said, Anakin, it's over. I've got the high ground. 
What well, hang on, episode one, you didn't have the high ground. You had the won. lowest ground possible. Uh, you had no idea what was going to happen. You had no ground. There was nothing right. but what? empty tunnel between you and the ground. What that tells me, Obi-Wan, is that you have a lack of faith in Anakin <laughs> to and perform to the best of his abilities. And Obi-Wan is a terrible teacher because... I knew there was something I forgot to teach you. Forgot to teach you how to jump over an enemy from a low position. Yeah, I forgot to teach you that. And then, yeah. <laughs> there was literally so many Loads things, of things Darth, Darth Maul could have done. done. I've got no sympathy for him at this point at all. Okay. I mean, he could even ripped one of his horns off his head and thrown that at Obi-Wan. There's yeah, he, so much he could have done. Just anything. Do you know how Darth Maul... Or do you want to speculate how Darth Maul survived after being chopped in half and then well, thrown down the hole? Yeah, okay. So he doesn't bleed out because the lightsaber would have cauterized the wound. Yeah. I don't know. He must have landed on something. Maybe went down to like a sewage... Maybe like in a... Uh, sewage and got four. infected. <laughs> no, because well, no, nothing would get in. It would all be cauterized. But he'd still get an infection. Yeah, that's he right. He, he might be, be able immune. to swim very his species well, so he's might probably be immune. swallowing some... His species is immune to infection. <laughs> But you know, like in episode four, they go down the the rubbish chute, don't they? And they yeah. Like, maybe something he landed something like that, or perhaps he used the force to steady himself and fly. <laughs> yeah, why not? He grew wings. Can you force pick yourself up? No. Do you want me to tell you how he how he made it out? I'm yeah, like go on. Basically, you know how Luke jumps off the antenna and falls down, and then yeah. he's sucked into an offshoot pipe. Yeah. That's basically what happens here. He gets sucked into an offshoot pipe. He gets pipe. Sucks in, sucked into an offshoot pipe and then goes into hiding for a little bit. Gets himself some sweet spider legs. He goes mad for a time as well, does Maul. He goes crazy. And then he's found by his brother. Darth Maul's got a brother. His brother's called Savage Opress. I've Hang seen on. that on the Clone Wars yeah. the animated thing. Right. You're going up against two Jedi. Maybe Darth Maul should have invited his brother along. Because his, his brother is pretty badass. Is his brother a Sith, though? Uh, he trains to be a Sith at some point, I think. Well, he's not a Sith at this but point. he's not a point, yeah. But still, it'd be, be more nice of a to have some backup. No, that's not the way, is it? You get that's in there, you do it yourself. He had a backup. He had a bl- double-bladed lightsaber. No more. No less. That rule is stupid, because there's shitloaders of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no mathematician, but I can see 100 against 2 is not going to work out very well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so that that's basically how he survives, mm-hmm. and that's that's oh, okay. that's yeah. the end of the of the film of of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Did you like the show? Do you want us to do Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones? If you don't want us to do Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, email us and shout at us. We could survive that at gmail dot com or tweet hashtag Stop Talking, Chris. <laughs> Uh, hashtag that too. We could survive. <laughs> or hashtag stop talking Jack. Hashtag Chris for the win. Chris for the win. Oh yeah. You don't even know who Blo Coon is. Because he's not a real person. You anti-nerd. What's an anti-nerd? Everybody that's not uh, a nerd. Chris, end the show with your usual flair. I will, thank you. You have been listening to We Could Survive That, your weekly survival guide to the movies. My name is Chris. And joining me as ever was my good friend Jack, and we'll see you next week. Until then, please, keep on surviving. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. What's wrong with toodaloo?